morning we uh, we're launching our new message series uh, called Upper Room, and uh, and so we're uh, we're excited for this. I'm excited uh, to spend a couple of weeks on this, and uh, and this message series is all about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, and uh, what He does in our lives, and uh, and so over the next couple of weeks uh, we're going to be we're going to be uh, looking. Uh, into the book of Acts in the Bible, and uh, we're going to be looking at stories in the in, in the book of Acts, and uh, and and how the Holy Spirit works, and uh, and and how we can be inspired by uh, uh, those in in that day who are filled by the Holy Spirit, um, how it applies to us today, and what that means for us today uh, to be filled uh, with the Holy Spirit, and uh, and so it's going to be an amazing couple of weeks. Uh, as we dive into this book um, of Acts. And so, to start with, uh, I just want to read a scripture in Acts 4, 16 to 20. Uh, now, just to give you a bit of context of where we're reading, Acts 4, 16 to 20, uh, uh, where we are is, is Acts 1 basically rounds out Jesus' ministry and life on earth, and he ascends to heaven, and it's like, you know, see you soon, uh, you know, and send my regards to God, kind of thing. And, uh, and, and so uh, Acts chapter 2 is uh, where the Holy Spirit uh, is received here, and the Holy Spirit comes and, and uh, in the upper room and, uh, and falls on and, and in uh, 120 in that place. Uh, as, as, as they're filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, chapter 3 and onwards, uh, we just see uh, some amazing works. The Holy Spirit is, is we, we see it in, uh, in these ones and see it outworks through them, uh, the Spirit of God. And, and we see uh, the disciples uh, preaching, uh, teaching, and, and healing people uh, in the name of Jesus, right? As they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And so um, when we come to Acts 4, which is the passage I'm going to read, uh, Peter and John, uh, they've, uh, they've been, you know, they're onto it, they're filled, they're keen, they're ready to go in. So as they actually heal a, a, a lame person, uh, they, we read he's been lame for, for 40 years. And, uh, and so they, they heal him. And because they heal him, uh, the, the, the religious leaders arrest them. Right? Go figure. Okay? And, uh, and so they arrest them, put them in jail. And, uh, and, and so when we read in, the, in this chapter 4 now, uh, Peter and John uh, are now coming before the council, right? We have the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, we have the religious leaders of the time, and, and they're kind of like having this meeting, this council with, with, with Peter, and, uh, Peter and John, and, uh, and so we pick up here, and, and this is uh, where we're, we're going to pick up. So verse 16 says this, uh, the, the, the religious leaders are talking to themselves, and they say, what should we do with these men? They asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back, uh, called the apostles back in, and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. Verse 19. But Peter and John replied, "Do you think God wants us to obey you?" rather than him. We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. Uh, this morning, I want to talk about uh, the, the power to change. Uh, the power to change. Uh, who knows that change is uh, uh, not always easy, uh, right? If anyone's moved house, uh, change is not easy. Uh, if anyone's ever 
added one to their household, uh, change is not easy. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, but, but change is something that we don't like. We're, we're creatures of habit. Uh, we like routine. Uh, generally, we like uh, our schedules and, and, and even our sort of value systems. We sort of like to keep the same thing and do the same thing and we're happy, right? Comfortable. I know what I'm doing. Uh, and when change comes, it, it, it disrupts that. Uh, right? It, it, it's, it, it's stepping into the unknown. If we change it, then I don't know what that looks like. It's the, it's, I can't control it. Uh, uh, and it's this unknown place uh, uh, that, I, that I don't like to be. I remember in primary school, transitioning to high school, and I remember the conversation with my mom telling me that, Trav, when you start high school, you have to wear clothes and shoes every day. I'm like, what is this high school you speak of, mom? Like, like, this sounds like an evil place. It's, it's like, I don't want to wear shoes. I've just spent years running around and just sort of, you know, as a kid, you sort of wake up, chuck a shirt on and go to school. And, and now I have to wear clothes and shoes. I don't, I don't want to change, right? I didn't like it. It's uncomfortable. They're annoying. They're, they're slow. And, 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 and I'm not happy with this. Um, I remember the, the Babinda boulders, uh, one of a classic swimming hole in Babinda. And I remember when they, uh, you know, they, they did a ramp and they made it really nice. It looks lovely. They did a really great job, but it's different, right? Where's my old boulders, right? right? I miss the old boulders. They changed it on me. They didn't ask for my permission, but, but uh, you know, and, and uh, I remember when Grace and I got married and, and one, of the, uh, one of the reasons we got married on the day we did was because it was a, a, a public holiday, and, and I remember us, the conversation so clearly going, let's do that. Because then every wedding anniversary will have a long weekend, right? And it was, we, I was like, IQ level, you know, I'm like, this is the, we're so smart and, 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 and this is great. And then we got married, I think literally it was two years later, the government changed. <laughs> they changed the public holiday from June to October, right? <laughs> Queen's birthday, right? What about our wedding anniversary? You know, it's like, I don't like change, right? Change can be annoying. Change can be uncomfortable. It can be hard. And, and, and whether change is, you know, happens uh, uh, over a time, over a season, or maybe it might happen um, overnight, right? I remember walking my little girl out for the first time out of hospital, putting her in the car seat. Grace was sitting in the back. I was driving. And, and, and overnight, in an instant, I changed the way that I drove right? No one told me. Everyone's giving you, you know, like everyone's telling you, oh, sleep, and this is how you, this is how you stop a baby from crying, and, and you know, and this is, you know, all this, all this stuff. And I'm like, no one told me about the driving part. No one told me that I would turn into like just this, this animal, like any car that even came close to mine. I'm like, watch it, son. Like, don't you dare come close to my car. I got my daughter in the back, right? Like it's, it's I remember driving home from Cairns to Innisfail, and, and a car was overtaking, and, and you know, and it wasn't an overtaking lane, but you know, it, in his defense, there was plenty of room. He was safe, but I remember eyeing him off in the distance. Going, right, this is my lane. You, you, over, you get back in your lane and then I'll be happy, right? It's that, that instantly I changed the way I drove. Whether change happens instantly, overnight, or over a period of time, generally change can be hard. And generally, if we, if we know the why behind the what, right, if we know the reason behind the change. If we know that it's going to help us, it's going to benefit us, it's a, it's a positive change, it, it's, it's to bring health and growth, then, then generally we can adapt, right? Generally we can adapt. If, if that's going to help me, uh, I'll, I'll do it. I can, I can kind of meet you halfway and, and do this. And, and, and I read in this verse, in verse 20, 
uh, and it says, Peter and John, they say, as for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. See, see Peter and John, something had changed in their life, uh, that they had seen the life of Jesus, had seen his ministry, they'd seen his life, and they had heard his teachings, and, and, and something had changed in them. And, and, and they understood that the change was for good, for, for, for the good. They understood that the change was for the better. The change wasn't just about their lives and, and what it meant for them, but, but they understood that we have to change the way we think. We have to change the way we speak. We have to change the way we act. We have to change the way we live, right? Because this Jesus, what he said and what he did, we, we, what does he say? We can't, we, we can't not tell everyone what we've seen and what we've heard, right? And, and so although it was changed, they understood that it was for the better. It was for people. It was so the gospel would go out and reach all Nations. They had to change the way they lived. And, and in Acts, uh, in Acts 2, we're going to jump back a little bit. Acts 2, 2 to 4, when we read as the Holy Spirit came uh, in the upper room, uh, we, we read that, uh, that, they, that they heard and saw. They not only saw the life of Jesus and heard what Jesus preached and what he teached, but here in Acts 2 in the upper room, Right? Let's read this. Verses 2 to 4. It says, suddenly there was a sound. They heard something from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked, your version may be different. Then what looked, they saw like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. Verse 4, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. Something had changed. Holy Spirit was now not just upon them, it was, it was in them. And, 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 and it changed their lives. And, and we read that they, they don't get upset, they don't, they don't argue it, they don't fight it, they don't dispute it. I feel that they understood that the Holy Spirit in them, now they could go out with, 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 with the Holy Spirit in them, they could go out and they could speak to, to, to people and see healings. They could speak to multitudes and see people come to know the gospel. They could, they could speak to people and, and they would understand the life of Jesus and what he, what he did for them. Their lives changed, but they understood that it was for the better. And so we see them just getting to business. They had the power to change because of what they had seen and what they had heard. Now, the amazing thing is we read this in Acts 4, right? John and Peter, uh, right? You know, uh, is it better for us to do what you say or, or to do what God says, right? right? What, what we've seen and what we have heard, we've we got to tell everyone we can about this. Now, we read that by itself, face value. We're like, good on you guys. John, Peter, bold, standing for the gospel. Good on them, right? Champions. Take a step back for a second. And, and literally a couple of weeks ago, this Peter guy who's standing in front of this council going, is it better for us to listen to you, to obey you or to obey God? The very same guy is the one who weeks ago denied even knowing Jesus. The guy who, who not once, not twice, three times denied even knowing. I'm not, I have nothing to do with him. I don't know who he is. Don't, don't, I don't associate with, with him at all. Right, not only that, but, 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 but he was told that he would deny Jesus three times and then he denied that he would deny Jesus three times. 
There's a lot of denial going on here, right? Yeah? There's denial. But, but, but all of a sudden, fast forward a couple of weeks, and now when we read Acts 4 again, it's like, whoa, this is different. Because not only is there just a guy who's bold and is like, hey, I'm not doing what you say, I'm doing what God says. This is a guy whose life has changed. His mindset's changed. His attitude's changed. He's no longer, it's like, a, oh, sort of, I don't know him and get away from me. It's, 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 no, 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 what's better? What do you expect me to do? Listen to you or to do what God has told me to do? His, his whole life, his whole demeanor, his attitude, his, his character, he's, he's changed, he's a changed person, right? And the amazing thing about this, which is, uh, I was sitting on this last night, I'm going, when, when we read Peter denying Jesus three times, we don't even know who the people were that came up to him, Right? Right? Some gospels say that it was a girl, you know, a girl, and some gospels say that it was like people came up to people, but they have no name. We don't know who they are. They're, they're just on a society level, they were, they were probably not very, you know, well people. They were probably just the average person in society. They had no reputation. They had no authority probably to do anything great. And, and here is Peter ashamed to associate himself with Jesus. And then a couple of weeks later, we've got him standing in front of a, 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 the religious leaders, ones who have the authority and the power to, to kill him. They've already had the authority to put him in jail, right? And so now he's talking to real people who can do real damage, and, and he's like, nah. nah, I'm not gonna do what you said, I'm gonna do what God said, right? right? I'm like, should that be the other way around? Like generally isn't like, you know, with the people who you just like, oh yeah, God's best. And then you get in front of the like council who can like kill you and put you in jail. And you're like, oh, I'll do whatever you say. But, 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 but something's changed here in them, right? Something's changed. Uh, and we, uh, 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 you know, to, to, to figure out how did Peter go from denying Jesus to defending Jesus? How did Peter go from being ashamed of Jesus to acting on behalf of Jesus in Acts 4, 8, just as, 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 as Peter and John are arrested and, uh, and they, start, they sort of start this dialogue between the council and themselves. In Acts chapter 4, verse 8, it says that Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. That as Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit, it, it, it changed everything about him. It changed the way he spoke, the way he acted. It changed his, his whole direction of his life. And, and a statement I've got behind me is, is this, is that the Holy Spirit will always point people to the finished work of Jesus. You know, the, 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 the Holy Spirit in Peter, the Holy Spirit in John, it wasn't so, I'm bold and, you know, you could put me in jail, I'm the toughest guy out. No, 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 it wasn't about, it wasn't about to make, the Holy Spirit's not there to make you feel good. The Holy Spirit isn't there just to, just to like, to, to give you courage so maybe if you get put in jail like Peter and John, you'll get through. No, 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 the, the Holy Spirit was in them to point people to Jesus. You have to understand, Peter's saying, you have to understand religious leaders. Jesus is, is so big. He's so powerful. He's so great. He's, he's rule over all. You have to understand that, that I'm trying to show you that he's so good and so big that I, I need to do what he says rather than what you say. The Holy Spirit was in Peter and John, in the disciples, in the apostles. The Holy Spirit's in us to always point people to Jesus. And so Jesus says, I'm bouncing around here in Acts, but in Acts 1, as Jesus, uh, just before he ascends to heaven, and, and he says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You know, Jesus says it quite clearly here, you will receive power. You will receive power. And, and, and as much as 
uh, I'd love to take that out of the context and say, you know, the more the Holy Spirit we had, the more the, just the stronger I would be. Like, that would be great. Um, I'd just lift more weights the more Holy Spirit I had. Um, but you know what? Maybe, maybe when the Holy Spirit comes and we receive the Holy Spirit and we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, maybe that means when you're standing in front of religious leaders who could put you in jail, who can crucify you, who can send you to death, maybe the power is to stand and go, you know what, I know who my Jesus is. Maybe receiving the power of the Holy Spirit in your life right now means that I, I, I know what I'm facing and I know how big it is and, 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 and you know, summer, I know that bills have to be paid and I know I've got operations to do, but I've got the power of the Holy Spirit in me. And I know that I will receive power and it may not be physical power, but I know that it may give me power to have peace. It may give me the power to push through. It may give me the power to speak faith and to speak bold, even though my situation doesn't look good. Jesus promised, Jesus says that you will receive power. You know the great thing about receiving is that when you receive something, it's up to you to use it, right? A couple months ago, my mum dropped off a hedge trimmer for my garden. Oh, you already know where this is going. I took it out of her car. I put it on the wall next to the front of the house, inside. And uh, about a month later, I get a text. Mum saying, I'm going to go and pick up that hedge trimmer. I said, no worries, it hasn't moved. It's sitting right where you put it down, where I put it down, right? I received the hedge trimmer, um, but didn't use it. Um, and I think this morning, you know, it's to be encouraged that we've received power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but the Holy Spirit was here this morning. And, and, and God, I thank you. You'd send us a gift like the Holy Spirit. Thank you that you would send us uh, 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 that we could receive power like the Holy Spirit to be in us and to work through us to point people to Jesus. But I don't want to just come on a Sunday and, and experience the Holy Spirit and walk out and, and struggle through Monday to Saturday. I, I, want to, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. And, and, and like that hedge trim, I just don't want to put, it, put Him down and, 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 then, and not use what I've received. Jesus says that you will receive power and the Holy Spirit comes on you. Now, Galatians, I've got behind me as well, puts it so simply, Galatians 5.25. It says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. You know, we've received power through the Holy Spirit. He's living in us and through us to point people to Jesus. And, and, and I guess it's just backing up the point of, I don't want to just be a person who, who lives in the Spirit, I don't want to be a person who just is aware of the Spirit. I want to be a person who walks in the Spirit. And, and, and as a person who walks in the Spirit, generally means that I have to use what I've received. It, it means that I have to put action to what I've received. So that we might walk in the Spirit. And that is why there's an entire book, there's an entire book in the Bible about the Acts of the Apostles. That's why the book of Acts is the, the, the short version. It's really the, the Acts of the Apostles. We have a whole book in the Bible purely to show us the Holy Spirit moving in people. That when the Holy Spirit comes, when it's in you and works through you, that you can't help but put it into action. 
You can't help but, but, but speak the Word of God. You can't help but, but, but reach your hand out and pray for someone. You can't help but, but do something to point people to Jesus because, because, because I've received this power and I can't just hold it to myself and I don't want to just receive it and do nothing with it, but, but I want to receive it and I want to go out and, and, and I want to do what Jesus said. I want to be a witness and go out to all the areas of, uh, of the world. Maybe that doesn't mean we go out to New, New South Wales and to go out into Northern Territory, go out to New Zealand, go out to America, or maybe in your life right now, go out into all areas of your well-being, going to your workplace and going to your family and, and going to that sporting event and, 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 and taking the Holy Spirit with you. And God, I've received this and, and I want to do everything I can, everything I can so that people can have an opportunity to know what I know. That I want to put action to what I've received. And that the Acts of the Apostles is an entire book where we can see the power of the Holy Spirit working through people just like you and me. Just like you and me. And so if we take a step back, uh, the disciples, their lives changed. Right? Their lives changed. So the Holy Spirit came as, as Jesus came to his ministry and ascended as the Holy Spirit came and they received power, their lives changed. Peter was a fisherman, right? Peter was a fisherman. And, and we now read Scripture where, where, where Jesus and the Holy Spirit would take a fisherman and call that fisherman to lead a church. That he would take that fisherman to go out and preach and teach and heal people in the name of Jesus. You know, the Holy Spirit will change your life, change your direction. It'll change the way you think, the way you see things, the way you speak, the way you act. It'll change your life. The Holy Spirit is in you and you receive the power and put that power to action. It'll change your life. And just as I end, you know, I've was thinking about this last night and I thought by man's eyes, by man's knowledge, by man's process, I shouldn't even be here, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, a young boy who, who hated school, right? Maybe, maybe common. Not only hated school, but was terrible at school. Um, I, I remember one of my last uh, public speaking oral presentations at school. Uh, I remember it was so bad, the teacher told me to come back at lunch. She's so gracious. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, she, she basically said, I would have I had to fail you. Um, that's how bad it was. But if you come back at lunch and do it in front of me again, then that's sort of your, your second chance, right? But by man's eyes, right? If you were a scout, if you were on the lookout for, for a public speaker, right? And you saw that, that boy in high school, Right? You would have crossed him off the list a long time ago. By man's eye, by man's formula, by man's strategy, I sh shouldn't be here. Uh, a young boy who, 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 hated public, who hated public speaking, who couldn't do public speaking. Uh, a boy who, who, who uh, didn't go to youth groups so he could learn more about God, but went to youth groups to socialize. Right? Uh, a boy who grew up uh, with a single parent. Uh, a boy who grew up in Babinda. Right? By man's eyes, it shouldn't be here. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. God, because of what I've seen and because of what I've heard, God, you changed my life. The Holy Spirit is in me and I know that my life has changed. And I know that man may not figure it out and it doesn't make sense in man and, 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 and how man would have seen it. But I'm so thankful that God found me and I'm so thankful that I found God. And I know that the Holy Spirit is available for you. It can change your life. It can change your situation. It can completely change your mindset, your attitude, what you see, what you say, how you act. The power to change. My life is different. My life has changed because I not only live in the Spirit, but God, I want to walk in the Spirit. I'll finish with this statement. Uh, it's from a pastor that um, I listened to this week on a podcast, and he said this. He said, the Holy Spirit was not sent so that we can have blesses up. He says blesses up. He's saying the Holy Spirit wasn't sent just so we could be blessed and just so we could enjoy life and just so we could feel comfortable. He said, the Holy Spirit was sent to our churches, uh, uh, not just to bless up our churches, but so that the world can be changed. And, and, and that's what I want to end on. That's what I want to finish on. The Holy Spirit in you, it's not to make you feel good, uh, not just to change your life. As amazing as it is, as amazing as God, you would use me, you would change my life, God, you would use me to do things I could never imagine. God, you've just taken me beyond my wildest, wildest dreams and, 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 and God, you've, you've changed my life, you've changed my direction. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit is in me and I've received it and I wanna I want to outwork, I wanna walk in the Spirit and God, as much as you change my life, God, I don't wanna stop there. I don't wanna end it there. I don't wanna be the blockage to that blessing. God, I believe that as the Holy Spirit is in me, that it can flow through me and outwork into other people's lives. That the work of the Holy Spirit is not just to make you feel good and just to work in your life, but it would work through you and out to a church, to a community, to a family, to a friend, to a region and to this world. I don't wanna keep it to myself. And I can see whatever situation you may be facing, wherever you sit right now, I just, I just feel like God, I, just as Peter and John said, whatever the world is telling you, whatever people may say to you, today make a decision and say, you know, you may say that, but what do you expect me to do? Do what you say or do what God's told me? I make a decision that the Holy Spirit is with me, He's in me, working through me. And I know that power is the power to change my life.